If you're sensitive to a few four-letter words and are not open to contrasting views to sports, politics, life, entertainment, and other topics, I would suggest you not listen. Online, we navigate conversations with no filter, and we certainly are not always PC. Our broadcast is intended to be light, but thought-provoking with a dash of sarcasm. For entertainment purposes only, like it or not. Welcome back. We're here for another edition of Like It or Not. I'm Dave O. It's Yogi Bear. This is episode six, everybody. I know you've, uh, you're enjoying this ride with us, and we're switching it up a little bit today. We're going to have a mini taco episode. You it's like, like a mini me. It's like a mini me, Davo. A little. I'm mini. not. I'm not mini tacos. I, I go full tilt with the tacos. I don't go mini. Okay. <laughs> I go little people taco. No way. All no right. habla espanol. I go maybe mini me. Okay. All right. Mini. We got mini Yogi Bear. You can reach us at two zero two seven nine six zero two forty, and we're just gonna do a little bit what we do best here at Line. We're gonna tell you. Like it Absolutely or not. nothing. Absolutely nothing. That's what we do best. <laughs> Yogi, you love sports, right? I do. All right. Yes, I do. So it's a been... distraction from my otherwise miserable life. That's what they're there for. <laughs> That's what they're there for. So uh, we're doing our podcast, and we know that dead silence, unless it's filled with laughter, which sometimes Yogi has me laughing on the floor, is terrible. I need you to listen to what Mike Francesa said this week, Yogi, on his sports show. Now, before we listen to it, everybody, realize Francesa is the number one ranked sports talk radio host in the entire United States and gets paid, I think, somewhere around $4 million a year just to do what he's about to do here. Have a listen. So, hold it, hold it. So huh? that means Mike Francesca must be out of New York then. If he's the number one in the country because of that East Coast bias. How could we have like a, you know, an LA sportscaster being number one? It would never happen. You realize that. Okay, so let's get into it. Let's get the, the juicy bit parts. Yeah, listen to this. Which you've already had this year. You have... Uh... Let's see what happened. What happened in those Maryland-Florida State games this year? Nothing. Nothing. You realize, Yogi, they don't even play anymore because they're in different conferences. But listen, to he's, he's live. He's saying nothing right now. Um, let me oh. see. Let me get to that. <laughs> he's looking. Maybe better check, check his pulse or something. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't have Let's a producer to go to into that. him and uh, say, you know, or cut to a commercial. Yeah, listen, listen. I don't think it was a vintage Maryland year by any stretch, but I could see them. They didn't play once this year. Oh, Maryland. I'm thinking she's, I'm forgetting Maryland. You know what? I'm forgetting now. What I'm is forgetting. He doing, okay. Um, I'm, forgetting. You know what? I'm forgetting. You're right. They wouldn't play. You know. So, um, uh, okay. Cut to commercial. Um, That's what you think, but it gets better. So oh. the bottom line is. Um, now he's off his game. Maryland should have been better. They he's, had some injuries. I bet she's going to bring up Steve Blake. Uh, they're hot <laughs> and cold. Live, live radio. You know, their best players yeah. hot and cold. So the from that standpoint, 
you know, I, I could see them. I could see them winning this game. I could see them losing this game. One way or the other, I don't nothing. think it's hey, you know, nothing. Yeah. I don't think it, it's thanks, you know thanks, that big Mike. a deal. One way, or the other. I don't think you're, it's yeah. a shocking game. One way or the other, I you're, think big things really, were pretty big things were expected from Maryland this, this year. They really kind of disappointed. Please um, wake me up when a, this is done. Kind of a hot and cold season. Good coach, well coached team. You know, obviously, always a lot of expectations there. A great coach. You know, they expect <laughs> yeah, they expect exactly. good things there all the time. They, you know, they have very uh, high expectations. Right. We'll He's gonna bring up Len Bias. I know it. He's <laughs> you know Len Bias. Uh, how how many times? How how much time was he on the court? I mean, Jesus Christ! All right, we we cut out a mic, but can you can you believe that stuff, Yogi? I couldn't believe that this guy. He's just mailing it in. He has no idea what he's talking about. Well, that's what happens. It really does. It, it, you know, the commercials get longer. They get more breaks when they get, you know, bigger and bigger. Uh, you know, listen, he's in a suit, for Christ's sake. First of all, how can you respect a, uh, a guy on the radio that's wearing a suit? You know, he's got the, uh, the, the Pat Riley hair, hair going on <laughs> and all that stuff. Uh, he doesn't have as big a tie as Pat Riley. He was sharp, Pat Riley. He is sharp. He's sharp. But, I mean, come on, especially with that New York accent. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it could be worse. It could be a Boston Southie accent. But, but, um, uh, but I like – I did like – when uh, Manic Russo was on there, I think after after Russo left, uh, it, it jumped the shark for me. For me, because at least um, at least Russo knew a little bit about baseball. Sometimes these these idiots think they know sports and uh, they don't know about all the sports. So, but um, yeah, well, that's never going to happen on Lion Like It or Not. You're never going to see go uh uh uh. uh. Yeah, I yeah, mean, like you're like you're having a bowel movement. That's what it yeah. sounded like, didn't it? Oh, it did. It I don't did. feel sorry for that chump one bit because he just sucks it in and takes in all that money and doesn't even prepare. He had no idea Maryland had left the ACC three years ago. He still thought Florida State was playing them twice a year. Plus, Dave, the bigger story is here that his people let him hang out to dry. If if you were if you were working with your people closely, okay? And the producer or or whoever does the sound, does this, does that, sees that, then they just cut, and they left them out to dry. That's the bigger. So you get a little, you get a little uh, vision into, uh, you know, the group working here, where uh, uh, maybe maybe they're just, you know, letting them hang out to dry too. Yeah. No, that's a. I think you you brought up a great point. You're cutting the commercial. You're doing something. You're cutting him off, and you're not you're not letting him walk down that plank and jumping off the ship like he did. So, like read read a commercial or something. Re- like like oh, we're we're brought to you by you know um, uh, the TikTok Diner in uh, <laughs> <Colin> forty six. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, exactly, exactly. Or Rips. You know, we're brought to you by Rips. Just go to the front desk and ask for the key. Rips. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like us some some rips. So listening to a little, uh, listening listening to a little Nova versus uh, Wisconsin, I hear uh, Iverson, Iverson, Iverson. You know. Mm-hmm. So then I hear practice, practice. That's we're all I hear. About, we're talking about practice. That's right. That's right. But it brings up another good point where I'm going there too. Um, you know, Manny, Manny Ramirez. Remember Manny being Manny? <sighs> yeah, Manny, Manny. What's the, is yeah. Manny in the news? 
He is in the news. He is in the news. Uh, the, of course, two or three times getting busted for performance-enhancing drugs. Um, oh yeah, he got busted though. The people that are going to go in the Hall of Fame ha- will have not been busted. Okay, Biggio, uh, Bags. I'm sorry, not Biggio. Take that away. I'm sorry. Uh, bags <laughs> has not been busted. Uh, Piazza not busted. Ricky not busted. Okay, Ken, but Ken Griffey Jr. He was not not busted. I know. Not busted. What are, you, what are you talking about, King Griffey Jr.? I'm sorry, for? I don't want to hit. I don't want to strike a nerve. I just, yeah, hey, 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 hey. You're that's killing all. me. I know. You're killing me. Um, but so he signed a little contract with Japan, and nothing is little about Manny. So, but the contract provisions are hilarious. First of all, all the sushi you can eat. One. Okay. On the back of his jersey, it's Manny. Okay. Does does not have to practice. Because Manny's be Manny's being Manny, uh, and all the other stuff, limo driver, all the you know Japanese uh, accoutrements of an American ball player. So that's a uh, good gig for Manny at this point. I mean, how, he's got to be is he forty yet? I think he's he's a little older than that. Okay. Yeah. All yeah. Right. But well, I have to say, I have to say, Manny being Manny, we miss him. You know, uh, because he always, it was always colorful. Uh, I remember the days that I lived down in Bowie, Maryland, and I used to make a, a trip up to Camden Yards to uh, go in the deep, dark, hollow uh, uh, bowels of Camden Yards. Uh, I happened to bump into him, and he was very gracious to me. I, the one encounter I had with him, he signed my yearbook, and uh, he went on. Nice. So, uh, yeah, so that, uh, you know, Manny was being Manny to me. But... Some of these guys, you know, they drive us crazy when they're on the field, whether it's football, basketball, or whatever, but we kind of miss them when they're gone. We do. We miss that personality. It's like you were saying about Allen Iverson. People want to moan and groan about these guys when they're active, but the minute they're gone, hey, you kind of wish they'd come back a little bit and add a little spice to the game, a little entertainment. Yeah, like my ex-wife, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Cayenne pepper. Spice it up, baby. That's right. That's right. So Manny, Manny's going to be Manny in Japan, and you know Manny's always a friend of the show. So uh, we'll have him on uh, pretty pretty soon. But do you know? Do you know Japanese? Oh, Manny doesn't know Japanese. No, you know. I know sushi. Sake. I know sake. (laughs) Sake and sushi. No sake for you. No done. (laughs) All right. I didn't know that. It's good news, Yoke. Thanks for bringing that to us. Uh, I. Yes, now you can. Now you can. You feel fulfilled that you know Manny's in Japan. I, I, I do. Understand him. I do. Okay. I'm waiting for um, uh, Jose Canseco. He's going to start a second career over there, also. Yeah. <laughs> Boxing kangaroos. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I don't know if you know this or not, Yogi, but I'm a big uh, um, a Luke Walton fan. Uh, I like Luke. And why and, is that? Well, because I liked his, his his dad. Bill was a pretty cool guy, and uh, Luke lived not too far away from where we lived out in san diego and uh so i kind of everybody lived not too far away from you like like i talked to a friend in who's in santa barbara there's everybody lives in santa barbara so he he was bumping into um the lead singer for depeche mode you know and uh so nobody comes to scranton remember i know we uh, talked about that last episode 
Hillary was in Scranton last night. Anytime, every time Hillary, I'm oh, sorry, Jesus. every time Hillary comes into Scranton, she leaves with a check. That's why she's here. <laughs> <laughs> Bill comes in here, you know, uh, dips the wick and gets a check. Okay. He leaves a check too, doesn't he? <laughs> he leaves a check for somebody else. Yeah. So I'm telling you. So, but, but, but nobody's in Scranton. So go ahead. So, so you, um, so, anyway, Luke, Luke Walton, Walton. Yeah. He, I followed his career and he's out coaching with the Lakers now. And, he got really ticked off last night after a few of his players got kicked out, kicked out of a game and whatnot. So listen to what Luke got all riled up in his first year as the Lakers coach. So for the NBA to say that they, the two of them did the same thing and just canceled each other out is is absolute crap to me. Because one, D'Angelo just shoved him in the back. Monroe grabbed him by the neck. I don't know if he was mad that Zubak was kicking his his butt up all night long out there, um, but that was that was. I mean, you you grab someone by the neck. That's that's not right. Uh, and then Monroe went and slapped Brandon in the face. So he did all that, and he got the same penalty as what D'Angelo did for just shoving someone right, in the back that good. was defending a teammate. Uh, so that's 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 crap to me. And then in watching the tape, one of their employees is on the floor and he grabs Brandon by the jersey and shoves him, not holding him back, shoves him. And that doesn't get addressed either. And if there's nothing wrong with that, then I have no problem finding some people to hire on our staff. <laughs> the next time we get in a skirmish, I'll keep all of my players back. Because the fact that they don't get in trouble for that, the refs don't say anything about that, and he puts his hands on one of our players. He works for them. He can touch their players all he wants. Don't touch my damn players. Because if that's okay, I'm sure we can find a couple people here in L.A. that want that job working for the Lakers, no, too. He's so tough. Um, <laughs> they told me. I, I, I love... Well, first of all, was that was that John Lewis that that, that pushed the, the guy? You know, that, that the employee that he was talking about? It looked like, a, you know, Congressman John Lewis. So. Yeah, yeah, it did look with his sneakers and everything. No, I just love it because when Luke says we're gonna, we, we can find some people here in L.A., yeah, Ice Cube, Snoop Dogg. They're all going to be standing up, ready to get on that court and do a little damage. I loved it. A little feisty. Yeah, absolutely. A little feisty. Was that kid and play? Both of those going back and forth? <laughs> it was. Kid and yes. play with the, the high uh, the high top fade. Absolutely. Well, at least they have none of those uh, half beards that they all love to wear now. But uh, So let's talk about what, what uh, Luke is saying. First of all, he's well-spoken. Uh, and he doesn't escalate, okay? He does very, very calm, uh, says his point, and does not, um, you know, get out of hand. Like his father, yep. although, although I have to differ about um, his father, okay? All right. 1977, the 76ers versus the Portland Trail Blazers mm -hmm. in the finals, I was at the Spectrum, and uh, Mr. Walton, Bill Walton, was trouncing my 76ers. Eating, so, them, eating them for lunch? Eating them for – and he, he was like limping then. He was limping yeah, then. Knees, yeah, Yeah, so um, they were wrapped up and all, but I do have uh, I do have respect for him when he did come out, and uh, um, I, I was just checking the Nova score. Sorry. Oh, sorry, sorry yep. 47 uh, Wisconsin Nova 50 Good. number one Villanova Wildcats but um the uh so um he came out about a year ago 
and discussed about his addiction to painkillers, depression. Um, and I don't even think it was a book, Dave. I don't even think he was promoting a book. He was probably do- on ESPN doing a doing a UCLA game, just talking about it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so it's like you're waiting for. Uh, okay, here comes the pitch for the book. Here comes the pitch for the book, but nothing. So, uh, you know, just like when they're at the Super Bowl and all these guys, old uh, players come back and there's like, well, what are you talking about today? Let's get to the punch, you know, uh, yeah. what, Asper cream or uh, wh- whatever, huh? you know. Uh, why, why am I listening to you right now? Yeah, someone's paying me for you to sit in the seat. You know, it's always it's it's payola. Everything, mostly everything's payola. You know that. So, but uh, let's get back to um, uh, Bill Walton's son, Luke Walton. Um, yeah, I you just, know he's he he's, stood up for his all, guys. He stood up he for stood, his players. Well, you would expect that. You would expect that. Okay, unlike uh, Mike Francesa's team, he yeah. didn't stand up for him. But um, so they got into a little uh, bitch slapping modes and, and, and a little rough. Right? But these are nothing compared to the old days. Come on. You know that, Dave. I mean, these rivalries are like, oh, you know, don't push too hard. I, you know, my moneymaker arm here. You know, before it was like, come on. You got uh, when Boston versus Philly, uh, you know, all, all those uh, and, uh, Andrew Tony. And hey, our, our boy, uh, um, our New York Nick, Charles Oakley. Our friend of show, yeah, Charles our Oakley. Yeah, friend of show, Chuck, the Oakster. Yeah, yeah. I mean, these were these were bad cats. So, But hopefully hopefully, we're seeing a taming of them on court, on court, you know. So um, go right. ahead. You bring up something about uh, old school and getting nasty, and it leads me to my next question for you, which happens to do with our old – Philadelphia Eagles versus my beloved Washington Redskins. And when you guys beat the crap out of our old chief mascot, but that's not what we're talking about here, Yogi. Who didn't we beat the crap out of? He has to come to Philadelphia. What do you guys expect? I know. What do you expect? Jesus Christ. Can I have a brain cell? <laughs> All right. So what jersey? You've got the opportunity to wear one jersey to your final Eagles game. Whose jersey are you wearing? All right. So, I'm going to go with either Seth Joyner, okay, or um, Reggie White. All right. So, what was it about those two guys? Um, first, Seth Joyner came up with Clyde Simmons and his rookie year. He they were they were really gelled together, and and he was pissed off. Uh, because they weren't going to the next level, and he would always be, he would always be um, uh, vocal about that. But he pl- absolutely played solid. That's when I was a re- really big, really big uh, Eagles fan. And um, and then, but Reggie White, the Minister of Defense, and I remember the night that that Jerome Brown got killed in that auto accident. He was doing a. Uh, a kind of a religious event at the vet or somewhere and talked about it. And, and, um, again, both of those guys, uh, and I have to say back in the day, I, I, you know, I used to collect an autograph or two and they were very nice. They were very nice. It goes a long way. You, Yogi, uh, you collected an autograph or just yeah, maybe couple, one, maybe one or two. couple, mem- a little memorabilia here and there and stuff like that. So, but, um, 
but those and but I did like the colors at that point. I wasn't a big fan of of like the Kelly green. It got darker, mm-hmm. um, and I, and I I did like that. So so those are those would be what I would expect. Now, um, how about you, Davo, for the Deadskins? Well, for my I've never personally bought a jersey myself. Uh, I did buy my son an Eagles jersey a couple of years ago and put Tiddler on the back of it. So, you know, Oh, you're he, one of those people. It's his team. So I said, Hey, you know, he wants it. I give for, give it to him. I would, if I was buying a jersey, I'd buy Art Monk's. Art Monk? Art Monk. Yep. He, to me, uh, was a, a great Redskin. Uh, he didn't ever get in trouble off the field. He came to work every day, did his job, did a great job at it and had a great Hall of Fame career and, for me, I could count on him. Whenever we needed a first down, he would run a little 10-yard out pattern. And no matter who was the quarterback, they got it to him, and we and that was it. I mean, Art Monk was dependable, and as a kid growing up, that's uh, that's what I was looking for. So, Now, did he end his career with the Eagles or the Jets? Jets. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets? The Jets, I believe, is uh, where he yeah finished up with them. Maybe a season with the birds. Or, maybe uh, I, I couldn't remember exactly. I think maybe a, a, a season or so. But um, yeah, the, the only one that you know, Brian Mitchell went up and played with you guys uh, for quite a bit of time after leaving the Redskins. Big yeah, Kirk Cavea, Kirk Cavea. Yeah, made been... the trip up. I mean, we really the Deadskins and the Eagles. They are very close, close with their players. Remember, you know, James Trash. And uh, <laughs> good old uh, James Trash, I forgot about him. Yeah, but you did remind me that Randall Cunningham did not play That's right. for for the the, the Skins. Uh, there was a couple of others that, uh, of course, most recently. Uh, but um, so it's closely related, you yeah. know. You hey, would we're think right, right up the highway too, right up ninety five. So it made it easy for these guys. Yes, yes, but I wish you would guys would get the picture that, Hey, don't come up here with your shit, you know, like, like don't come up to Philly with your, you know, uh, Indian stuff and hogs and all this bullshit, you know? Okay. But say you go, you go to, uh, the games perhaps. Yes. Um, and you see the jerseys, what's the most, what is the most popular old school Jersey Uh, for the Redskins or for anybody? No, for the Redskins. Okay. No, oh, the Redskins are wearing their uh, their kind of gold gold pants uh, with a, a burgundy jersey. It's a, no, no, the popular name on the back of some a fan who buys. Ah, uh, yeah, probably probably John Riggins. You know, John yeah. Riggins, Daryl Green. Uh, you might have some Theismans that are still lingering, but I think Riggins is probably uh, the top one. I'll tell you who it's not. Jeff Deion, George, Dion Sanders. That was Jeff George R too. It was. Ne- it was Dion and the guy from uh, the Giants who was a uh, a big a big uh, made a big signing. Uh, Danny Boy made a big signing. Uh, yeah, but uh, Hainsworth. Hey, but I I have to stand corrected there. Um, Art Monk did finish his career with the Eagles. Oh, so he went from the Deadskins to Jets. Uh, the Jets to the Eagles. Yeah, one season with them. I don't know if he finished the season with them, but yeah, he uh, finished up with the Eagles. So yeah, as you said, there's a lot of synergies between the two teams. Synergy, wow. 
I know. I'm taken back by that. I... Where'd you pull that out of your asshole? No, I, I looked it up online. <laughs> oh, okay. I've, oh, that's that's interesting. So, okay. But how about, okay. I know, I know your Orioles player. If you would have one, I know it. You see, I get jerseys that have no players on the back of no names. Okay. So, um, I know Mark Belanger would be yours. Um, and he kind of had that gr- cream, the, the early 70s, 69, 70s. He had that cream color. They had the cream color jersey with flannel and yeah. it looked like they were so hot. You know, yeah. you know. Actually, my, my guy would have been Kenny Singleton. Really? Okay, I, but you were a big fan of uh, Belanger. Oh, okay, yeah, Kenny. Belanger, Lee May, that, those teams in the mid to late 70s growing up, going to Memorial Stadium. Lowenstein. Oh, Pat Blair. Oh, Lowenstein. Uh, I mean, geez. Epic teams, uh, Bear. Epic teams. Yeah, yeah. You had uh, uh, Ellie behind the plate, you know. Well, really, I, uh, Rick Dempsey was mostly behind the plate. Oh, Rick Dempsey. Yeah, Dempsey. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, they, they had the um, Lynn Cicada. I don't know if you remember. Oh, I know Lynn Cicada. Lynn Cicada was 83 a, World Series. Yeah, he was the ultimate utility guy. He played catcher, second base, outfield, wherever we needed him. He was regular Bugs Bunny. Regular yeah. Bugs. Watch out for that left turn in Albuquerque. Yeah, there you go. Farrah. Absolutely. Yeah, so good stuff. Yeah, good stuff. Who played? Oh, Gary Renicky too. He was Renicky. on the. Yeah, you already said yeah. Lowenstein. Rich Dower. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's Dwyer. Dwyer, him too. Yeah, he, and, he was a good pinch hitter. And then. Terry, Terry, Terry. Uh, Crowley. Not Collins. What's that? Crowley. Cowell. Crowley. Crowley. Yes, yes, the redhead. Yeah. yeah and he became a, a like a pitching coach later on. Terry Crowley? Yeah, yeah. A pitching coach? Yes. Yeah. Weird, isn't it? Mm, suspect, Dave. Suspect. These, this is not. <laughs> this is not the normal flow of events in Major League Baseball. So. Oh, I mean, better check it out here. Here he goes, Terry Crowley. All right, Baltimore Orioles, nineteen sixty nine. He was a batting coach. I know, but the, 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 uh, the coaching career. Hitting coach with the Baltimore Orioles. Oh, there you go. Hitting. Uh, hitting coach, interim bullpen coach. And guess what? What? Never, what, what? never, never a pitching coach. All right. I was just clarifying. It There's seemed somebody, rather weird. There was somebody. I don't know who it was. Dennis Martinez was a pitching coach. El Presidente was. Yeah, the, Dennis, Tippy. We had a lot of Martinez's back then. Had a lot of Martinez's. Absolutely. But Dennis was one of my favorites as well. And yes. you know. Former you know, Expo. Former Expo. Um, the other one who, uh, um, Devo, Mike Mike Devereaux, was, was was one of my favorites, too. He he actually is a uh, a coach now in, in this year. Hey, Dave, you know, um, if you were to throw one pass in NFL, how much would you expect to get paid? One pass a season. I would hope I'd be paid about seven hundred thousand dollars. Seven hundred thousand. Yeah, you're just... cutting yourself. You're cutting yourself short, Dave. Oh, what is it now? How much is it? Well, actually, Chase Daniels, twelve million buckaroos, one pass. So he's not on the team. He's not on the Eagles anymore. So uh... yeah, you know, one episode of Like It or Not, Bear. We're going to have to do a financial segment and break down those nitty gritty stats that you're talking about between that and 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 uh, you know. Uh, baseball players who get paid 
you know, $15 million to strike out. I mean, shit, I could go get, I could go strike out for $15 million. Yes. Well, well, um, and I have, I have not, not on the field, but no. you know, in the bedroom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Continually. But, uh, yeah, continually. I, I, I'm. Uh, if there was a hall of shame for that, I would be on there. I would be on there. Thank You'd be you. on that team because your your batting percentage is what in, about buck ninety five, something like that. Buck ninety five, absolutely. You know, there was there was uh, some documentaries about these these guys um, trusting financial uh, people and getting and ending up broke, which is happens. You know, more time than not. I just read an article about a pitcher. Uh, who um, kind of walked away from the game and and, uh, and was caught up in that scandal uh, in the past five years. Uh, I believe the one, uh, Jake Peavy was the one who, who uh, had to step away from the game. Uh, the former he, San Diego Padre? Yes, former uh, Red Sox, former uh, well, White Sox. Yeah, White uh, Red Sox as well. And he wore both socks. But... Um, Going through a divorce, and I don't know if the uh, he was caught up in a in the um, the scandal. Uh, there are quite a few ball players, not the Madoff one, because he's not because he, Jake Peavy is not Jewish. Only the Jewish ball players got <laughs> caught up in that one. Sandy Koufax and you know hey, Fred Wolfon. Hey, stop it right now! It's what? One, what? What? One point oh, game. No. 48, 40 seconds to go. Oh, jeez. This is exciting. Number one in the tournament, not number one in the seed. Number one seeded in the tournament might go down here. It could be. It uh, could be. Well, so, we get so back 12, to that. So 12 million. So these guys, oh, what do we got? 30, uh, 37 seconds. Okay. So um, so things happen. Even the regular people uh, like us, very similar to uh, – the ball players. So, but the good news is, Dave, we can add on to that financial. Is uh, the Oakland A's have reduced beer prices? Hallelujah! God. Hallelujah! Now we can we should fly out to Oakland to get cheaper beer. Enjoy the the ice cold beer, but you do have to you do have to watch it in Oakland. Yeah, so. that's the, the down part. I don't want to be sitting in Oakland. I, I have sat in that, and it's very cavernous in the Coliseum. I don't know what it's called now, but, um, um, but, uh, so, so in Oakland, 20 ounces of ice cold brew. Cue the, cue the, uh, the, the can opening. Oh, love that sound. So, um, um, you know how, how much 20 ounces of that ice cold golden draft would cost Dave in, in Oakland, California, eight ninety five. Oh, it's eight dollars. Eight buckaroos. Oh, just missed yep. it. Yes. How Man. much would it cost in New York City? Fourteen. Fourteen dollars, probably. I do not know. Oh, I feel like but, I'm on, Yogi. I feel like I'm on prices right. Yeah. How how many? <laughs> how much for that? How much for that washing machine? One dollar. Yeah. One dollar. <laughs> Everyone bids one dollar. You gotta do it. You know. Come on. But um, I always want to kill the person that bid the one dollar. They got one guy sitting there like, God damn it! I was about to go up there. Yeah, I I would like to uh, go on up and see Barker's beauties actually. Yeah. Yeah. Even though he was banging all of them, you know. <laughs> and so a couple of them came back and you know tried to sue him and stuff like that. He said, Hey, they're consensual. You know. <laughs> Who'd want to, you know, you, you lay down with Bob. You, your career's getting, 
What's the story here? Mine's stuck on 37. Tied Might up. be a timeout. Oh, 62, 62. <clears throat> yeah, see if it was soccer. There'd be no timeout, no TV timeouts. So, All right, what so else you got? you got anything else? I got loads of stuff, brother. No Come shit. on, what are you talking about? Um, um, you know the movie Get Out and Jordan Peele, a yeah. friend of friend yeah. of the show. I've heard. I've you heard know you he's talk the first. Well, I'm going to talk about it because uh, I'm the cultured part of uh, Dave O and Yogi Bear here. Um, so you remember, um, Dave O's son comes in after watching watching Get Out and wants to have a little chat with Dave how things really are, how they're how they're treating African Americans mm-hmm. and all that. He's got this newfound, uh, you know, ideas and so forth going out in the world. It's, you know, this guy's ready to go out in the world. You know, it, it's scary, but um, he's going to find out firsthand uh, the, the, the good people in the world. And there's not so good people. But he is the first African-American director to earn $100 million on a, directing his own screenplay. Damn. That's pretty cool. And, that is very good. It is very good. So, so the the bigger question is, everybody else that turned down mostly African American films could have had a slice of that hundred million dollars, and they turned it down. Uh, so, so there's a market out there, and you just have to have you have to have um, the right script and and treat treat it as uh, your own. So, um, but uh, so that's it. So the first one you you saw that film, and and not to get back on that, but what was it about the film that was different than all the other films that we see? Because that's always my complaint: is it's a copycat world out there in Hollywood, so they're always making the same old, same old. But what what struck you about that film? Because I know I know it did. Firstly, I knew that it was. Jordan Peele's baby. Okay. So he, he wrote it and directed it. So I know there wasn't 10 people around saying we changed this. Oh, we changed that. And oh, 11 seconds. I'm sorry. We changed this. We changed that. Um, so first of all, it was authentic. Okay. okay. It didn't have stereotypes, cheap stereotypes. I first thought it was a parody film is what I read. And, um, but I also read that there was a lot more interest, interesting things. And I knew it was a black film made by a black person. Mm-hmm. That interests me as well. So it's authentic. Um, also, it expounded on some of the um, typical things that black young men encounter. There was a scene where he was in a white neighborhood and there was a car tailing him. And someone jumped out of the car and jumped him. And... Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, it's not a parody. This, this, this horror film was not a parody. Um, but they did have some interesting sublines that I think every uh, African-American person uh, or everyone can relate to. First, the, about uh, meeting white parents of a girlfriend for the first time, um, feeling comfortable because there's other black people at parties. So, you know, and... and I've heard an interview with Jordan Peele. It's like there's, you're only guaranteed one or two good uh, scares in a movie. He's got three to four. Mm. So that 
to get three to four uh, is very difficult. So, um, uh, so, and you know, you you it's released at a time where it's post Oscars. Of course, the teenage kids are not going to Oscar films. Maybe La La Land, but because um, but uh, the high schoolers and the teenage uh, kids are are. Uh, seeing it they're telling their friends they're seeing it and uh so and it's authentic and everybody i think everybody likes to be jumped out of their seat you know in the movie theater absolutely oh it looks like the wildcats are going down holy smokes oh uh up by three wisconsin with four seconds left to go unless uh chris jenkins can throw another three pointer uh like last year's uh, championship, championship game it doesn't look like it so no, not looking good not looking good at all no so who do you have in your bracket how are you at uh, bracketology Davo terrible I go with my Maryland Terps every year I had them winning it all and they lost obviously in the first round so oh they were I, playing FSU no that was the second oh. round game Francesca <laughs> no they lost to uh, Xavier Wherever the hell that is. I never know where Xavier New is. New Orleans? Yeah, I guess. It's like Gonzaga. How many Gonzagas are there? Or Leola Marimont. There's yeah. a couple of Leola Marimonts, yeah. you know? Yeah. Uh, I think uh, uh, Xavier uh, is in uh, NOLA. I'm not sure if it was in New Orleans or Cincinnati or... Yeah, uh, yeah. Who hell, right. who knows? Yeah, so uh, good luck to uh, Jordan Peele. Another interesting story, Davo. This is the story of the weird. A gal... Just down the road from us in Allentown, you know, yeah. Billy Joel's uh, yeah. Allentown. Um, there had, was going to the doctor and, and you know, she wasn't losing weight. She said, oh, you know, it was, it was a, maybe she was in her late fifties and you know how women start to get a little, little um, weight around the, and guys mostly too, and yeah. uh, hormonal changes and so forth. So lo and behold, uh, the doctor took a CAT scan. There was a 141-pound tumor in her midsection. It was removed along with 40 pounds of skin. Gross. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. God, now, why are you bringing it? It's terrible. Well, she didn't know she had it. She thought, yeah. she, she, thought she was pregnant or something or what? She didn't know she had this tumor. Oh. Can you imagine? I can imagine just... not knowing. No, I'm thinking my stomach might be a tumor now. <laughs> <laughs> I went to the doctor. Doctor. Cascan. Cascan. <laughs> Come on, baby. Come on. Like at the slot machine. Three seven. <laughs> Damn. Shit. <laughs> it's just freaking too much fat. <laughs> God. Oh. Wish I never read that damn story about Allentown. <laughs> they, they did. Curses. They did ask me to go for a psychiatric evaluation after that, too. So, uh, which I promptly failed as usual. And I left there laughing. It's like, yeah, whatever. So, that's how exciting my life is. Oh, God. So, what have we got on the uh, horizon, Davo? I almost went to a 50-cent word, but I said horizon, because we got a lot of good things. Yeah, well, we got the NFL draft coming up, which I'm going to be really pumped up about. Up in, uh, We're going to go to Philadelphia for that. 
We've got. You're gonna this, wear. Are you gonna wear your Redskins jersey? I'm gonna get. I, I'm gonna actually buy a jersey. I told you earlier. I've never bought a jersey. I'm hoping to buy a uh, Kirk Cousins jersey. You're kidding me. And you're no. gonna wear it one year. You don't do it, Dave. Don't put a name on the back of it. Just. You know, Can all I of a sudden, all, you know, all of a sudden, uh, Dave's a big uh, Skins fan. Actually, folks, <laughs> I, 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 I have to say, uh, I threw Dave against the wall to his Redskins buddies, and I started a little uh, conversation when Dave said that, uh, and his eyes lit up. He was trying to tell me how serious he was. I'm seriously thinking about rooting for another team, and they'll be never happen. No, this is Dave. I got talked off Dave, the ledge. My boy, yeah, so, Chuck, Chucky Gigi, talked me off the ledge. Yeah, he said, put your dress back on, put your cock between your legs, and move on. Yeah, yeah. he said that from his comfort of South Carolina, so far away from Ashburn. But that's okay. It helped. Well, he is the uh, eternal optimist. Yeah, so, he is. You know, so, but... but um, so yeah, but, we got uh, that. So we, We've got uh, baseball seasons getting ready to get started. Um well, speaking of looking the other way, baseball is going to induct Bud Selig into the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Okay. If that, if that isn't the biggest kick in the stomach, okay, and it's going to be a love fest and all this bullshit. So, yeah, I but I do like it. rock. I like rock going in, bags, and uh, pudge. So there could be actually, those more than likely, all of them, have used you know pudge and and bags rock i i can't see not yeah could have ricky used you know sure sure. i mean um especially later in his career that's when it was prevalent and he was uh wanting to play into his 40s uh what was he with the uh, orioles when his little little kid was coming up through the system yes i did see a game where both ranges were in the outfield in camden yards yeah. So I can tell you not, folks, I spent a lot of time in Camden Yards. They are so nice down there. For a guy coming from Philly, uh, could we had, really... We had some good you, times in that outfield bleacher section, didn't we? Yes, we did. Guy bringing his beers and getting all wasted. Oh, what, guy? That was us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't remember that. It was too a little fuzzy. But yeah. um, but it's pristine there. It's still pristine with the with the uh, with the statues. It just breathes baseball. It just you know, Camden Yards just you know, it's just two, one of my fa- one of my favorites, all time favorites, absolutely. Yeah, and because they're so nice in there too. So um, that's it. You got that. We got Tax Day, April fifteenth coming up. Which actually, it's not fifteenth. It's, it's Monday. Fifteenth is a weekend. Okay, they moved it to the Monday. All right. I think it's the seventeenth. Yeah. Great. Great. Two more days to put off giving the government all my money. Yep, absolutely. A uh, lot of good stuff coming coming down the pike. We'll see you the the final four. Uh, we may not be on every week, Dave. Uh, what do you think? Not yeah, it's going to be week. tight. We got we got some stuff coming up. Uh, we'll do our best, and um, you know, if we're looking for some good story ideas too, if you've got some people out there that you think would be good for the show, tweet us, text us, do whatever you need to do to find us. But uh, we, we're trying to line up some good people for you. Uh, I think it'll be a lot we're of more, fun. Yeah, we're more focused on the strength of the podcast rather than the length or or having to do a podcast. We want this to be um, better. Yep, better. If it's 30 minutes or 35 or 25, uh, we're going to have a little bit of a free form to it. So hope you're enjoying it. Like us or not, 
you know, we're not we're not Chip Kelly here throwing passes all the time. Okay, boom, boom, boom. Uh, we are we want to be uh, you know that the, the the rabbit doesn't always win the race. No, nope, it's about that will be cliche. Let's just say it. It's about quality. Not quantity. Not quantity. Well, we could do a whole. You know, we could do a whole podcast on sports cliches and cliches. Are you bringing your A game? <laughs> you know the team that wins. They're not don't just you? mailing it in. They're not just mailing it in. You know who, who's going to win the game, right? Who's going to win? Oh, the, the team that shows up the most, scores the most points. Oh, oh yeah, 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 absolutely. And, you and, know, and bear one more before I cut you off one more time. Why did the golfer wear two pairs of pants? Because uh, if he gets a hole in one, ding, 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 ding! You got it, man! Uh, Golly, you're so good. Uh, that's I'm so bright. That's why they call me Sun. That's right. Yeah, it's not yeah. just because of that reflection off your head. <laughs> that's right. That's right. So yeah. So we. Um, I always know. Um, you know when when the conversation's going south, when people start doing those cliches. You know, especially in a, you know, like uh, oh, nuclear. Like- Luke Lelouch from uh, Bull Durham when they interview him and and he's all hammered up from the from a night of partying. But he, uh, um, Kevin Costner's Crash Davis gives him a little tidbit on what to say in interviews and he mangles it all up and stuff like that. One day at a time, one pitch at a time. Uh, That's what Francesca was doing earlier. He was giving out cliches in that soundbite. Yeah, That's they're pathetic. just not, they're just not doing too good this year. Really? Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely pathetic, you know. Uh, or, yeah, well, you know, when someone's doing a cliche, that it's 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 they have nothing else to. So when we use folks, when we use cliches, it means we have nothing else to talk about. So, uh, right. but it's very rare that, that happens. Well, Davo, it's been a pleasure. It's been real, and we'll catch it's you. It hasn't been a time. pleasure for you either. It hasn't been a pleasure for you either. It's been a, it's been a great pleasure. I might have to go Thank change, you. put on my diaper now. Yes. Well, I mean, get. <laughs> <laughs> what you do in your own personal <laughs> life, okay, please don't let everybody else in on it. All right. So find us at 202 796 0240. I'm Davo. And Jogi Bear. Take it easy. <laughs> <laughs>